Hello and welcome to Conversations with the Homemaker podcast. I'm your host, Tori, also known as the Coastal Homemaker. And on today's episode, I have Taylor, also known as Peaceful Homemaking. Taylor is single and 23 years old practicing homemaker. She resides with her parents and sister, where she loves to cook, clean, organize, and bake for her family. When she's not homemaking, she enjoys reading, creating content, managing her business, and babysitting her two adorable nieces. Welcome to the podcast, Taylor. Thank you so much, Tori. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited that you're here too. So let's go ahead and jump into it. How long have you been a homemaker? Yeah, so I have been, so I should back up. So my mother, um, the day that I was born, she actually had a major heart attack and she had to have a triple bypass surgery. They stopped her heart. It was a very, very significant um, time in our life. She had three little kids already. Um, they were eight and under, and then this new baby. Um, so it was a big deal. The doctors told my dad to prepare to lose her. Um, it was a very significant time in our life. And um, that really set the course for the rest of the way my life would be. And my mother's health, it did recover somewhat. But it was definitely a struggle for her to um, do simple tasks. Uh, physical things were very limited for her. So my growing up years were, I felt like very different than a lot of my peers. Um, while my peers were, you know, doing all these fun things, I, I obviously got to do a lot of fun things for sure. But I had a lot more, um, I was just in the home a lot more helping my mother and helping my older sister with the basic homemaking duties because my mother was just limited um, with her physical abilities. So I would say I was probably in my mid-teens when I really became a full-on homemaker. Um, I started out with little things, even at two and three, just like little folding hand towels and little things like that um, around the house and helping out my older sister here and there, but I would say it wasn't until my mid-teens that I really um, took over managing the home and did all of the homemaking things in the in, instead of my mother. And my mother still manages the home. I would definitely say she is the one managing it, um, but because she is limited physically, I do a lot of the actual physical activities. So yeah, I would say I was about in my mid-teens. Wow, well, see. You started young and that you still have a passion for it. That's really awesome. Yeah, that wasn't always the, the case. Um, I'll get into some of that more later, but um, the Lord really changed my heart um, when I was in my later teens, 18 and 19, um, towards homemaking. So I did all the homemaking tasks before that point. But I, it wasn't something that I just enjoyed or wanted to really embrace. So um, it was definitely a uh, growing experience. But I'm so thankful looking back that God was just so gracious um, to work out the circumstances to allow me to learn homemaking at such a young age and be able to help my mother and be with her a lot. Um, I can't imagine where I would be had that not taken place. Um, just out, I probably would have been um, spending a lot more time with my peers, which would be great. But there was so much insight and wisdom that I gained from just being with my mother so much 
and learning from her and learning from my older sister and also just learning to serve um, in the home where it's not um, something that's going to be recognized a lot. You know, it's more of a humble serving. And I'm so thankful that the Lord orchestrated all of that and allowed me to really learn how to serve humbly in a home setting. So yeah, for sure. I'm very thankful. So with you starting homemaking at a young age and you know what you just mentioned that the growth that you experienced versus then and now what is another way homemaking has changed you yeah so I was not always excited about the thought of full-time homemaking um, I love a good thrill I love adventure I am very high energy I love challenges and I need that challenge um, and homemaking just really didn't seem like that exciting to me, and it didn't feel like a challenge um, as I was growing up in my teen years. And um, I took all of the skills I learned and just homemaking in general for granted, so much for granted. And I really ultimately wanted to do something exciting. I, I didn't want to pursue homemaking. Um, I wanted to pursue something that would give a thrill, like maybe an emergency room or in. I considered, I considered joining the military, and God really changed my heart on this um, when I was in my late teens, like eighteen and nineteen years old. And I just realized that that was not the role God had designed for me as a woman, um, being like in the military and um, pursuing a career, um, and that there are just different roles for men and women that God has laid out. And we glorify him when we joyfully submit to his design for us. And that was really a turning point for me. Um, I still took homemaking for granted, but it wasn't something that I really um, embraced and truly took joy in until after I started working. Um, I actually took on a part-time job from home that was remote and I got to work um, in my home, which was a huge blessing. Um, but that made me really, even working from home, just having that job really made me um, appreciate my role as a homemaker so much more. That really changed um, my thoughts on homemaking. And I truly just started to love cooking. I loved cleaning. I loved managing the home um, so much. It gave me such an appreciation for that. And I really realized at that point that I was designed for homemaking, right? Uh, and God gave us as women the skills and giftings to thrive in homemaking um, and caring for and nurturing our families and managing our homes. That is where we're really gifted. Um, and God created us to thrive in homemaking um, and like and, and thrive in a way that we just that I at least couldn't do in my part time job. And I know this isn't everyone's experience. I'm not saying that you can't or shouldn't work or, or make money um, because I do, don't believe that at all. I do believe that women should be entrepreneurial and making money. Um, but in my experience, I was just amazed at how apparent it became to me personally that God had just given me the abilities and giftings to run and manage and care for my home and excel in that like I just couldn't do in my job. And it has changed me. Homemaking has totally changed me. Um, I think of what my attitude would be had I not grown up the way that I did. 
Um, and if I hadn't, if I wouldn't have needed to help and take over a lot of the homemaking for my mother, I just can't imagine where I would be right now. Um, homemaking is such an amazing opportunity to learn to really serve others and really lay down our life and serve God in everyday, mundane, you know, unexciting tasks. Um, everyone wants to serve God in the big things, but learning to serve him and others in the behind the scenes uh, that you won't get credit for, that's not exciting. You know, most of us aren't mm -hmm. excited about that. But it's so important, and it really is true that homemaking is so impactful. It changes your own heart, and it changes and impacts your family, your church, and ultimately, it impacts nations, and it mm -hmm. can turn nations. So it's so important, and I'm just so, so thankful and grateful to the Lord that he put me in this unique situation and mm -hmm. changed my heart on homemaking and gave me just a true love for the role he designed for me as a woman mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's really powerful and I definitely relate to that as well I think it is very very hard to manage and care for our homes in the way that God calls us to if we have like a full-time job and I do understand that there are women who are in that situation and they are excited about that they do long to be home um, but because of unique situations they have to work um, so there's definitely no shade on those women, mm -hmm. but I think the reality is it is very hard to care and manage for our homes in the way that God has called us to with a full-time job. It's just, it's very, very difficult. What have you learned from other homemakers in your watching other people on social media and even, you know, people that you know, what has been the main thing that you've learned? Yeah, I have learned a lot um, from seasoned homemakers. I have, um, well, obviously my mother and then some other godly women in the local church that I attend um, and in my community. But I think one of the biggest things that I've learned um, is just the importance of being intentional in homemaking. Uh, my mother was honestly an amazing example of how much can be accomplished as a homemaker, if you're just intentional and organized with your days and plan and set up systems that really maximize your time and remove the overwhelm and stress from homemaking. And it's so comforting as a single homemaker to know that you don't have to habitually feel like you're drowning and overwhelmed when you're in the throes of, let's say, motherhood as a homemaker if you set up the right systems and organize your days intentionally, you don't have to feel that overwhelmed. So that is one big takeaway that I've taken from uh, a couple of women in my local church and especially my mother uh, that I'm so grateful for. So you mentioned being intentional and that being a very important skill with homemaking. What other skills do you think someone needs to be the best homemaker ever and to be able to not only be there for their family, but those around them? Yeah, well, I think um, one big skill set to learn um, if you're becoming a homemaker and new to it, I think cooking is definitely a good skill set to learn and obviously cleaning and organizing and managing your home well. But honestly, 
any of those things can be learned. I think if we have a heart um, just ready to serve, that is going to serve us in any life sphere that we're in. So just learning to serve when when no one's watching, learning to lay your life down and put others ahead of yourself and just embracing that life of service that God called all Christians to is, is going to set you up so well for homemaking or any sphere of life that you find yourself in. So definitely learn the skills. You should know how to cook and clean and homemake. Um, those are definitely important to being a good and godly homemaker, but our hearts, conditioning our hearts is by far going to impact our homes more than any other thing. And the skill sets will come as you homemake, you will learn those things. Don't feel inadequate just because you don't know how to cook or clean. You will learn those things. But having a heart of service and having a heart of love and joy and peace in your home, that is so impactful for a godly and peaceful and thriving home. So I would definitely say work on your heart and learn the skills, but work on your heart and the skills will come. So with you being in homemaking for a while now, what has been the hardest thing about homemaking? Well, honestly, for me as a single homemaker living with my parents, the hardest thing for me is like homemaking in a home that's not my own. Um, so I'm doing a lot of the physical things and cooking and cleaning and managing the home. Um, but I don't, at the end of the day, get to make all the decisions. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Like, that's a great thing. But it's it can be a challenge. And I know I've talked to other single um, friends who are in the same situation. And that can definitely be a struggle. But I mean, again, it's a great place to learn how to, you know, lay your life down and serve joyfully um, and serve in that space where you don't get to have all of the decisions of how things go. You're really serving um, with a servant's heart. You have to serve um, with a servant's heart. So I'm thankful for that situation, but it definitely can be a challenge. Um, and I'm sure when I'm married, the situation will be different and I'll have new challenges and things in homemaking. But Currently, that is probably the biggest challenge that I face. And I know a lot of my single friends um, face that as well. So <laughs> have you gotten backlash from your peers, people on social media, even family members for being a young homemaker? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my extended family is not like minded um, as far as like homemaking and goals for uh, men and women. Um, so all growing up, I definitely got a lot of, um, you don't have to be like your mother, you can do something with your life and make something of yourself, and all of that kind of narrative. Um, so there was definitely, um, I was up against a lot of pressure um, to, you know, do, find some kind of career and make something of myself. Um, but in, in addition, I also had an amazing supportive community that um, embraced men and women's roles as being separate, um, but still just as important as each other. And uh, my church community was very supportive and biblical in their teachings of that. So, I mean, I had both support and backlash, and I still do. Like on Instagram, definitely still have a lot of backlash and people just honestly just disappointed with um, where the direction that I'm taking my life. 
Um, and I think that will always be the case, but there's also such an amazing and supportive community on Instagram as well. So uh, definitely a little bit of both, but um, it's it's honestly been more um, more good uh, feedback than negative. So that's been a huge blessing. I was so amazed and shocked by how much, I mean, we're on the same side of Instagram, obviously, um, how much like the community. Right, that's actually how we met. Yeah, like the community that surrounds us, everyone has been so like-minded and kind and supportive. And it's a really beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. That's one of my very favorite things about social media and Instagram is just meeting other like-minded women and really forming that community that can encourage and support each other, um, especially for those women who don't have an in-person supportive um, and encouraging community. That's just been such a huge blessing. And I know it has blessed, you know, like I said, a lot of other women who don't have that in-person community. So definitely a blessing and um, far more encouragement than negativity. So, so when you are cooking meals for your family, what is your favorite meal to make or your favorite dessert to bake? That is such, that's honestly such a hard question to answer. I have so many favorites. Um, I've been cooking since I was 13, I guess. So, uh, have a lot of favorites that I love to cook and bake. Um, but if I had to pick a choice, I really love like the homestyle and Mexican themes. Um, those are two that I know really well and I can just kind of throw together and not have to follow a recipe, which is definitely my favorite way to cook. But um, if I had to like narrow it down and pick um, a specific, like a specific meal, I would probably say as far as Mexican, I love cooking enchiladas and chimichangas. And um, for more like a home style meal, I love any type of, you know, Salisbury steak or uh, meatloaf or anything like that with um, all of the veggie sides and potatoes and like the, the regular um, home style hearty meals. Mm-hmm. I love those. Um, and then I, I do, I honestly, as I was talking, I just thought of something. I found this recipe that I absolutely love. It's an Italian recipe. And it's just like a basic um, Alfredo recipe, but they put fresh lemon juice in it. And it is so, so good. It's a family favorite now. We make it all the time. It's so good. If you if you have like a favorite Alfredo recipe, you should definitely try um, using some fresh lemon juice in that. It's so good. It totally makes the whole dish. <laughs> as far as desserts, um, I love making, we have a, uh, my mother actually came up with a really, really good um, cinnamon roll recipe and it's an extensive process, but I love making it and it's so, so good. It's definitely a family favorite as well. So I love making cinnamon rolls for like baking. It's, it's the best to bake and cook for your family. I think that's just so fun. They enjoy it and they love it. And it's just so, an amazing way to serve them and make them happy. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. So when you're not cooking or cleaning or taking care of your family, do you have any side hustles that you like to focus on? Yeah. So I have had, um, quote unquote side hustles, um, since I was maybe 13 or so, um, they didn't make a lot of money at that point, but I, 
um, would make jewelry and sell it on eBay and just different, all kinds of different things. I actually have a notebook full of um, business ideas that I just never actually started, um, mostly because I didn't have the funds to start them at the time. <laughs> but yeah, so I, at this currently, um, at this time, I do run my Instagram business. I love creating content um, and just connecting with other like-minded um, women. And then I do have um, a business with my Instagram. So I um, market it with Instagram and through Instagram. And then I have my business on the back end. So yeah, definitely. I am a huge proponent of um, starting a side hustle and bringing in income if at all possible. It's such an amazing creative outlet. And it's also just a huge blessing to your family. So yeah, I definitely enjoy doing that. I love to clean and organize. That's like one way that I just stress and um, like wind down for the day. I love doing that. I'll typically listen to a podcast or something like that as I'm cooking or as I'm, as I'm cleaning and organizing. And that is just, it's so relaxing. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's very therapeutic to me. I know I'm crazy, but uh, it's, it's one way that I definitely de-stress wind down uh, but if I don't if I don't feel like cooking like cleaning or organizing um, I will typically either bake I love baking um, or I love reading I can read so many books um, it's definitely a, a way that I decompress and de-stress as well so um, if I'm not organizing or cleaning you can probably find me reading a book with a cup of coffee <laughs> So what is one thing you want to tell your audience, whether it's about yourself or homemaking or anything in general? What's one thing you would tell them? Yeah, I think really just growing up and watching and seeing my mother um, become a full-time homemaker and sacrifice so many things to just be there and present for us as a wife and a mother. Um, that really made a huge impact on me and it really blessed me so much and I think seeing her you know growing up we did not have all of the nicest things we didn't have the trendiest clothes we didn't we weren't able to go on all the fancy trips but that was okay we really just prioritized and we wanted our mother to be there and present in the day in and day out and seeing that has really just made me realize that if you prioritize homemaking, if you prioritize coming home and being present with your children, you can make it work. I know that there are certain situations where some women may not be able to because of the specific situations that they're in, but in most cases, if you really prioritize that, it's going to take sacrifice and it's going to take a lot of hard work. But if you prioritize that, in most cases, you can make that work. And it's also easier now than it ever has been to bring in an income from home. Um, and I just think that's such a blessing. I know so many homemakers who have done that and it's just been a huge blessing for their families. They were able to come home and prioritize homemaking and their families and still make an income from home and oftentimes replace their uh, former income. So there's just so much opportunity now to to really be able to come home and bless your families 
and that, that my mother didn't have. So I just, if you are letting certain things that you can control um, hold you back from homemaking, this is your encouragement to let those things go and prioritize what is um, important to you and come home and really embrace your God-given design for you as a woman. So, and then for those who currently are homemakers, I just want you to know that your work is so valuable and so needed. And I know that sounds so cliche, but it is so true. I'm so thankful, again, going back to my mother, just to have witnessed the sacrifices that she made to become a full-time homemaker and a wife and a mother. And we really need that. We need more women who understand their God-given role and know why they are doing what they're doing and why they are living, you know, counterculturally. We need more women who are purposeful and productive in their homemaking and who are just loving and serving their families well and blessing and impacting their communities and really, you know, glorifying God in that way. You know, we can't share the gospel effectively without aligning our own life to the designs he laid out for us as women. Um, in his word. And we see this in Titus where Paul calls women to be, you know, discreet, chaste, homemakers. And then he gives us the reason, right? That the word of God may not be blasphemed. And we really need more, more than ever, more women who understand this and that choose to homemake because they really desire to glorify God and teach the nations to observe all that he has commanded and to bless their families and communities and really live out the Great Commission with their lives as well as with their tongues. So I'm just so excited to see so many women who are leaving their careers behind and running to and really embracing homemaking as they realize God's different designs for men and for women and for families and his unique design for them as a woman. And I'm, it just makes me so happy and excited to see those women who understand why they're living counterculturally and are really embracing it because they want to glorify God. And I just want to leave you all with this verse in Galatians. It's Galatians 6, 9, where it says, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. That's just such an encouraging verse to me, and I wanted to leave you all with that encouragement. Well, I think that is all the questions I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, well, thank you so much, Tori. This has been so, so amazing. Oh, I'm glad. I will talk to you later. Sounds great.